105.2, the home of SAFM in East London. East London. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Time now for our regular cycling feature here on SAFM Sports Special, which had all things cycling with Cycling South Africa PR and Communications Officer Maylene Painter. Maylene, good chatting to you. Did you have a good week? Yes, uh, we've had a good week. Thanks, John. And yourself? Uh, you know, not on the bike, but that's fine. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Winter days and yeah. rainy winter days and rainy mornings, not the greatest thing for a cyclist, I tell you. No, they're not. And unfortunately, I don't spend too much time on the bike either. I'm doing a lot of work behind the scenes, but not actually getting to ride my bike. So um, I'm and trying to, to make uh, good use of the Durban winter and go for rides on the beachfront at least. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, yeah. get, let's get into the news. Wrap of round four of the Steel 2016 SA Cross Country Cup Series in Port Elizabeth this weekend. Yeah, that took place yesterday um, at Settlers Park Nature Reserve, and the top uh, point scorer is uh, it was a UCR Category One event, and that's for the elite categories. So James Reed and Mariska Strauss took top points in, in that race. Uh, they both delivered solid performances in each of their races. Uh, weren't they weren't contested throughout? But second place in the men's race went to Alan Hatherley, and third place to Philip Bass. So those top three riders continuously juggling positions when it comes to racing at cross-country level. And the women's race, second place to Mariska was Cherie Redeker, and third place there went to Amy McDougall. And then this was the last race that took place in South Africa for Olympic qualification. Of mm-hmm. course, we've got next weekend's uh, German World Cup, which was probably the worldwide last event to score points for Olympic qualification. So some of our riders will be going over there for one last stab. Um, but this was uh, an opportunity for riders to score points in South Africa and not have to travel abroad for that. Um, but equally important for the juniors is that the junior race was part of the UCR Junior World Series, which gives them junior points for the Junior World Championships later in the year. Okay. And Tim Mayer scored uh, the most points in the men's race there, while the familiar face of Danielle Straden, who's been winning a few rather important races this year, she took the women's victory in the junior race, so well done to them. Uh, we spoke to Robin de Groot yesterday. She's been announced to go off to the Mountain Biking Marathon World Championship, so that's good and exciting news for her. Yes, very exciting news. Robin has consistently been delivering top results in marathon racing and uh, participating in those events that were part of the selection criteria as well. Mm-hmm. So reading up on the criteria and making sure she knew which race she had to perform well in and, and, and enter and compete in. Um, so, she, yeah, she'll be representing the country at World Champs. And when I spoke to her um, at the SA Marathon Champs, it was a goal of hers to get to World Champs. Obviously, marathon discipline is not part of the Olympic Games, so the pinnacle of the sport is to race in World Championships. And uh, Robin is a, an ex-Olympian, and now she's, uh, she's challenging the off-road version of cycling. So good for her, and uh, I wish her all the best of luck. Well, I asked her when she's going to hang up the bike, and she says, not yet. There are some young yeah. people coming through, but not yet. I think Robin suffers from FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she's, uh, yeah, I think she tried it once to hang up the road bike and then ended up being lured back into mountain biking. And, yeah, what a fantastic job she's done. She just keeps uh, keeps killing it. So, yeah, long mad last. Let's talk about the Giro d'Italia now. And our national champion finishing fourth on yesterday's first, I guess, tricky little yeah. mountain stage. Yes, how amazing was that? Uh, Yaku just doing brilliantly well. Um, and I, when I read about the, uh, his performance in the, in the team's press release, 
he actually wasn't feeling really good. You know, he wasn't feeling like he had anything to offer on the stage. Um, but once he was in that, that last climb, he said he started to feel better. And uh, then before he knew it, when they tested the climb, he was one of five or six riders. And I think he descended like a, a man possessed. And next thing he knew, he was crossing the line in fourth place. So really a fantastic story and really great to see him um, knocking on the door of, of a podium as well. So I, I really hope the team uh, gets their podium, which is what they, they're looking for in this mm. tour. And, and yep. I'm loving the it's, – it's the early days, so you, you get the unknown yeah. riders that make their way, and they challenge me, like Gianluca Brambilla and uh, Adri Amador, Stephen Kreis oh, – no, Kreisbeck, okay. I see Bob Jungels yeah. has made his way up now as well. So there's – and Alejandro Valverde is finally arriving, sixth place at the moment. So there's plenty to go. Oh. So still a long way to yeah. go in that tour, isn't there? Yeah, a long way to go, and uh, that's what keeps it exciting and keeps us all uh, focused on it and, and wanting to watch each week. Um, but also another important tour that's starting is the Tour of California, and that starts this evening for us. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it starts at 11 o'clock, which is, uh, I don't know, probably an afternoon, 2 o'clock time for them in, in California. Um, but Team Dimension Data got a, a team going there as well, so we will be watching two races now. Um, but that one's much shorter, it's the eight-day tour. Now, tell us about the SA Grand Prix on the track, rounds one and two, happening in August instead of June. Yeah, it's happening in August. Um, our first dates of June, uh, the CAC member countries, the CAC is the Confederation for African Cycling, they requested that we please amend our dates because it fell over Ramadan. And after consultation with Cycling South Africa and the UCR, uh, a date change was approved. So that event now takes place from the 7th to the 9th of August, and that's at uh, the Cyril Georgian track in Durban. Uh, so it's a great time of the year. Um, you know, Durban has an all-round summer, if you'd like to call it that. <laughs> uh, it is an outdoor track, so we do hope it doesn't rain. Um, otherwise, that does kind of shift the program uh, out of kilter. But if all goes well, then um, we will be hosting a UCR CL2 event, which means our riders can start earning UCR points on home soil as well, pretty much like they do in mountain biking and some of the road cycling events. So it's uh, something we're offering our track cyclists, and we're trying to bring more of these UCR events into the country. And it will also attract African countries. So we won't just be having South Africans taking part, but we'll probably be seeing a couple of northern African countries coming down to compete as well, which is really exciting. Uh, I'm just throwing this at you very quickly. Is there, is there any updates on whether cycling will be at the Commonwealth Games in Durban 2022, or is that still being negotiated, or is it settled yet? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it's still under negotiation. You're talking about track cycling? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, I don't know the outcome of that okay. at this point, but uh, I think they'll continue driving to try and get a track. Um, it, I don't think it looks probable uh, because of budget. Um, you know, we don't have a, a boarded track, a wooden track, which is what, uh, what you need, I right. think the requirements are, yeah. yeah um, it's, 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 so, yeah, and without a budget, a suitable budget, that, that can't be built. That's going to cost a few million, won't it? It's, and they're trying to do yeah, that Durban thing on the cheap as well. All right, let's talk about yeah. your safety tip of the week. What have you got? Well, we're going into winter, and uh, it's very important to put a good quality bicycle lock to your bike. Yes. And in, in line with uh, what motor vehicles are fitted with, uh, you should have a white lock mounted to the front of your bike mm-hmm. so that you can be seen. And when a, a vehicle driving towards you recognizes that you are facing them with the white light, 
and also so that you can see as well, with, uh, see what's on the road. And then a red light on the back, also in line with motor vehicles, so that when a driver comes up behind you, he can see he's now facing the back of you because he can see his red light. So it just helps with orientation in terms of where the bicycle is facing, which helps drivers to also recognize that a cyclist is on the road and how to deal with, um, you know, what sort of moves you're going to make when they are approaching you. When I was riding at night, I found a simple little tip on that. I was using a flashing light facing forwards on my bike, which sounds like a great idea. But then you're riding with a strobe light and you struggle to see. So I put a second light on my helmet, which generally points where you're looking. And I found that that was quite helpful. So a couple of lights. One little flashy light because the the cars can see that easy. Quite a nice bright one. And then one for looking and seeing the potholes and the the dirt. For for your own vision, yeah. So the solid lights facing on the ground definitely helps. And, yeah, if you can afford or you, you are able to do two lights, then a headlight is, is a, a very good idea as well. Because it helps you to, if you can hear a rustle in the trees and there's a dog starting <laughs> yeah. to chase you, you can now turn your head and look, you know, and you can actually see what what is there and the light follows. It's not still facing forward. <laughs> I used to get frightened with the kivets. I don't know what they're called. They're those night birds that make that horrible noise when you oh. get near them. Those things used to yes. jump out at me and attack me. I don't know why. They give you the fight of the life. Yeah. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. Good chatting to you, Melly. Thanks very much. We'll catch cool, up with you yeah. again next week. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cycling South Africa PR and Communications Officer Maybe Painter joining us on the line here on Sports Special.